Welcome back, people of Earth, once again to What's Good Radio. I'm, as always, your host, Chris Pennant, a.k.a. Jake Stanley, a.k.a. Jumping Spider, also known as your favorite game show winners, game show winner, Chicago and until Chicago end. And that is very poignant and prevalent today because we have another Chicago win on the podcast today. Uh, please welcome Rich Jones onto the show, musician, artist, uh, culinary, uh, esthetician, which we'll talk about in a few. Um, and Rich, I mean, I, I want to get into all. The, I want to get into all that, but the I think the inter- introduction wouldn't do you justice, and we're going to get into all that as we go on. But Rich, appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Thank you. Did, have you have you actually won like a game? Have you been on a game show and won? Yeah, that's um, that's like the only flex that I that I do with it. I was on this show, The Chase, that's on on ABC. Amazing. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I mean, f- fuck talking to me. Let's talk about that. Like, like what's come what's, on, what's, man? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if I. The I, I, there was like one person on, on some six degrees shit. Somebody that went to the school that I went to, like one who wants to be a millionaire, was like one of the people that won. But like, that's the only person I, I would say. Like, I would. I would say I knew. I I, I, actually, I don't know them. So yeah, I, I, I you know, you're it, baby. This is exciting. <laughs> it's, big, it's the big moment. It was it was the most random thing, like how how things just drop into your lap, or or you accidentally link up with someone, and then you go from there. And it was literally the person I was dating asked me a question about like Cleveland baseball to make sure it was right because she knew I knew sports trivia, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I think it's this. I was like, Why'd you ask? It's like, Oh, I'm auditioning for this game show. And I watched it on Game Show Network, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I like that show. And she kind of obliquely said, you should try out. So I looked up their page, figuring that it would be for next season or a year or two down the road. And then they emailed me back like, oh, yeah, um, we're doing this online quiz test. You come on. And then it went from there, and I got on the show. My teammates were light years smarter than me, and so we ended up winning. (laughs) Oh man, that's amazing, dude! It's it's honestly heartening to know that that like a baseball question is what gets you in the mix. Because I remember back in the day, uh, in in high school, I I was for a few years on the the Scholastic Bowl team. Yes, uh, sir. By, by by force, and uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. Like there was one question that was literally tailor made for me. That was like name name the four name four like players that. Uh, you know, signed contracts or were traded in the 2004, you know, American League free agency period. And I was like, <laughs> here are the four. And they were just like, correct. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. Um, I am God. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely, you know, glory few and far between. I, I'll never forget, man, my senior year, the, the teacher that ran that, he he could tell I wasn't really enjoying myself. And he just he pulled me aside. He's like, you know, you don't have to do this, right? And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, you can just leave. I'm like, oh, great, okay. And then, and then I was like, all right, I'm done. This is this is freedom. This is fantastic. I love it. Um, you know what? That's that's honestly really cool because I feel like some teachers would have been like, this is a, you know, this is an experience. This is a character building experience or some shit like that. Definitely, definitely being around people you maybe don't want to be around, <laughs> um, and how to be, you know polite and and work with them i i just know like the 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 strength of of people's uh social skills and those sorts of environments was like below the floor um so i was definitely definitely dealing with some interesting personalities i'll put it that way for sure and that's i i did 
academic bowl in grade school and that was my thing like i grew up watching jeopardy you remember the news quiz on wbbm uh no i didn't listen to wbbm but i i, I think i've heard of what you're talking about yeah like my mom and i would listen to the news and she would and and it wasn't like she was pushing me to do something on some like richard williams serena and Venus stuff I, I genuinely liked this trivia so we'd always listen to that we watched jeopardy and I did academic bowl, but I never did scholastic bowl in high school because I, I don't even know. It was just something kind of put me off. And it did seem like they worked like extra, extra, extra harder than I was willing to work at that point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing more upsetting than when uh, your team, when asked, what's the name of the guy who runs the comic book store in The Simpsons? <laughs> um, and and what's the answer to that? What, what what do you think the answer is to that? Okay, so I know his name. His his everybody always calls him comic book guy, but his real name is like Jeff, I think. Well, no, but here's here's the thing. I it it, it I think you you've taken it a step further than than you needed to. But let, let's just say let's just say for argument's sake, the answer is comic book guy, right? Because everyone knows him as comic book guy, right? Right. They said that that was incorrect and that it's comic book man. I'm not what? even kidding. Yeah, no. And it was the coach for the other team that was the proctor. And we're literally like, <laughs> like you just stole this for your team. Like, we watched you do this. Yeah, I, I, I've never I've never been angrier eating a, a Wendy's cheeseburger than, than after that shit. And, and like, and, and guess what? I didn't even really give a shit about any of this stuff. I'm just like, man, I'm just I'm just here because. Right. You know, I, for whatever reasons you 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 do things in in high school, most likely related to parents encouraging you, or you know, other adults being like, "You got to do this," and you're like, "All right, cool." So yeah, that was that was a rough one, but that's like um, that's like Brian Kemp, um, certifying the results of the Georgia election that he was running in. Oh, oh, oh exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, it, uh, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, that's. There's a, you know, it's, it's a straight correlation. No, no, that was wild. Yeah. The wild <laughs> as hell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, um, scholastic ball didn't, didn't see the interview taking off on, on this note, but that's my like, fault. Right off the bat. I mean, right it's off, cool. Right off the bat, you know, it's like how we like how Chicago is like, what is it? Heritage, heritage bowl on Sunday morning, stuff like that. That's a, that's a Chicago thing to me. So oh, it's just yeah. a Chicago interview. I do want to talk about your collaboration that you did with Gotham Bagels, uh, Chicago, Gotham Bagel Shy, because I remember seeing that and I had no idea. Like when we when we did that interview back in the day with uh, a small circle click, we just talked about music. And I was like, yo, this is cool. We got a Chicago group coming down. And even though we'd had uh, some people from Bradley that hooked it up with Brave Space, had Saba come in and they had kids these days come in. it was like a small house party. So having that chance to talk to y'all was dope, but I had no idea that this was a, like a, a passion of yours or anything you were interested in. So, so definitely talk about how that came to be and how you even designed that, how you came up with that bagel. Um, I mean, so the, the way that that started is actually from a pretty wholesome, a pretty wholesome place. Um, the, uh, this past holiday, um, season i you know obviously we weren't doing much of anything we you know i i you know i was able to see my parents but that's about it and obviously typically that's the time of year where you're seeing a lot of people and you're you're kind of catching up etc so i wasn't able to do any of that shit really and uh 
the previous year, I, in a spurt of, of kind of dealing with grief uh, and, and other things, I, I had kind of impromptu decided to throw a latka party uh, where oh. I would make uh, potato pancakes. For those who don't know what latkes are, they're, they're, uh, they're also known as potato pancakes. Um, and I decided to have a latka party as kind of like a, you know, a, a way to celebrate Hanukkah and like also like have some, have a way to like, you know, have my friends be around me and just to feel better. Cause I was, I was, I was grieving at the time and, uh, it worked. It was a really fun time. And, and also, at, at, you know, I, I kind of have, I'd made latkes before, but I like definitely was kind of winging it on like a larger scale and, uh, it worked and people really dug it. And, um, so a year later, you know, it's December again. And I'm thinking, you know, I think what would be really cool is if I just started making shit tons of latkes and then giving them to people, giving them to my friends and, you know, uh, kind of as a way for them to, to know I care and, you know, to know that, uh, you know, I'm thinking of them during this time. And, uh, yeah, I think I ended up making like 300 in like eight days. Yeah which, you know, yeah, it was, I was a little, I was a little, little factory. Um, yeah. And it was and a pair that at the time with, with some of the work, I was doing some work for the County where we were, um, we were putting up, uh, posters for people to sign up for County care. Um, so I was, I was driving around the whole, I ended up like covering like, like the whole city, like, but basically between like Portage park down to Roseland in a week um like Ooh, shit. different neighborhoods yeah it was a lot a lot of moving around and uh so i would do that all day and then i'd come home and like hang out for an hour and then i'd hit the kitchen for like two three hours and i'd go hop in the car again for another two three hours and uh that's that was life for for most of hanukkah and i i it definitely i definitely burned out and next year if i do it people definitely got to come to me um but uh the 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 whole gist of this is the whole point of me saying this is um there was a certain point in the process where i'm like i want to ex- experiment with what i'm doing and i want to you know uh, you know i I'm, I'm getting really killer at making these specific lockers and now let's let's find a way to kind of mess with them and um the previous summer uh our old dj dj 11 who i believe you may have met uh when we were down there um in Peoria the, uh, seven years ago. Um, he had put us on to this specific uh, type of jerk seasoning that I thought tastes really good. And so I, you know, I, I looked around for it. I found it and then I ended up jerking the latkes. Um, as you know, jerk seasoning has a, a vice grip on the soul of Chicago. So I, yeah. I figured let's, <sighs> let's have some fun with this. And, and, you know, for certain folks, I know they're really going to fuck with it. And, um, one of the people that I dropped into was uh, uh, an old friend who I hadn't talked to in a while, and she really dug them. And then as timing would have it, uh, she got hired to be um, uh, like head of marketing for the restaurant group that Gotham Bagels is a part of. And yeah, so basically she really dug what I did with that. And they were thinking of ways that they could kind of like, you know, get get their name out more and you know she she thought it would be cool if if they had artists do custom sandwiches so i got to kind of be the the first one who did that um and yeah and, and it was super fun uh to 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 boot so uh yeah in a, in a long-winded way that's how i was able to get my my first legitimate food collab um 
and and rocket it was fun <laughs> that's awesome man because i mean first of all the pandemic is thrown a lot of us for such a loop and 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 really knocked every, knocked our what we what we consider like our daily routines out of focus so i oh, appreciate yeah. you like being able to talk about that because it I didn't have the same experience necessarily, but I know a lot of people did where they, they couldn't see their family and that that takes a toll on you mentally that oh, yeah. it's not easy to share. So first off, that that's important. I appreciate that. Second of all, that is really wholesome, like you said. And it not only that, it took a lot of work with everything that you were also doing. I can't imagine making 300 of anything in eight days. I'm just going to say that right out. And I'm not trying to simp. I just can't. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I got, I, I, at one point I started with one, I think one frying pan. And by the end I had three, I had three <laughs> one at once. Um, and then I had, I had my rack, I had the baking sheet, you know, keeping everything warm. I had, uh, I ended up buying paper bags and dry drawing on them. And like, yeah, it was like a whole ass thing. It was it was a really honestly a really a really wonderful experiment and kind of stress test, so to speak. So I really enjoyed that. But um yeah, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens this year. Maybe I'll maybe I'll rock out. Hey man, and and just for all all you listening, it was a it was a limited time thing back in March, but the Irving Park sandwich at Gotham Bagels, Chicago's at Rich Made, it's pastrami egg, jerk cream cheese, like you said. Um, and Alaka served on an egg everything bagel. And to say that I missed out is understating it because like in the same, in a similar way, I was not in the headspace to get out and, and get this, but I was looking at it from afar like, man, I know I would like this and I, and I, <laughs> I should have gotten it. Well, let's just say there is a universe where maybe it comes back. That's true. Um, I, I I don't know anything other than than what I just said to you right now. So maybe maybe you'll have a chance to try it again. Maybe not. Either way, um, um, you know, I think it was a really special moment, and you know, I think I, I personally, just as somebody who, I guess, like, I guess outside of this, I mean, most people maybe would know me just for like music or whatever. So I think being able to have another thing to get excited about or to focus on that isn't like the main thing quote unquote like I think was super healthy and, and wonderful I think and you know all, all that is to say like especially last year like can't play shows can't you know really do any of the stuff that that you know is, is part of, of of why you do a lot of this stuff so it's kind of like well what how do you get your rocks off or how do you how do you feel good and I think you know a lot of people were looking for ways to develop new skills or, you know, pursue different interests. And I definitely think like, you know, I'm really grateful that this was, this was kind of something that emerged as something I could do more of. And uh, I'm, and I'm excited to expand on that. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun thinking about food just because it's, it's been one of the few areas of, of kind of like mental refuge for me you know I you know whether it's healthy or not I, I swear to whoever's listening I do eat salads um I, I do I do like healthy food um I promise it's just uh you know I I am drawn to to really um deliciously unhealthy shit sometimes and and also I feel like a kind of guinea pig of sorts where it's like my excitement is is contagious so let's let's spread it everywhere because you know what the fuck is there to be excited about you know um 
So yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 very excited to to see what happens in the future. I I know we we just had actually um a collaboration a few weeks ago. It was me and the artist uh, Jay Bambi. Um, she's in the process of uh, raising funds to to buy a home uh, to kind of serve as just kind of a a general all purpose community space uh, out south. Um, and I I thought that was just a really wonderful. Uh, wonderful thing that, that she's trying to do. So um, when Longman and Eagle reached out to me, uh, it's a oh, restaurant. Nice. Um, they, they do a series called Sunday Mondays where people come up with their own ice cream Sundays. So we okay. did an ice cream Sunday with them and that was really fun. Um, that whole process was crazy just because like, you know, to pivot from like something savory and fried to just like, let's do dessert. That, that was definitely an interesting thing for me. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, first time out, I really love what we did. Second time out, gonna go way crazier, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately, um, it was it was a cool experience, and we were able to raise a, a nice little amount of money for um, her and what she's trying to do. So you know that you know being able to have elements of service in in the mix, I think is is super important. Just because, like, I don't know. I guess in some ways, it's the gymnastics I do in my head to like. I, I don't know the word is like to not feel guilty or but I, I guess it's like to, to feel like what I'm doing isn't like sapping people's resources for like truly necessary shit. I guess it, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, no, it like, does. I, like, like, do we do we need to buy another T-shirt? Do we need to buy another, you know, anything? We There's so much stuff to just right. consume and whatnot. And it's like how what level of what level of interest do I have to participate in that? And I mean, given given the fact that like you know, music as a business and, you know, as something that, that money is made from is just, it's a very, um, it's an, you know, I mean, look for certain folks, it's, it's great for other folks. It's not so great. I'm very lucky to have a following that, that does support me to the extent that it does. Um, so, you know, that's been, that's been kind of cool to see that play out and be like, well, even without shows, like there's still folks a checking for me and then b like i actually feel like in some ways like i I spread the reach of what i'm doing so that's that's kind of cool but um all that is to say you know your options for for possibly putting putting food on the table or or keeping a roof over your head is what can we make that's like related to to what i do and in like a physical object form and 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 that that people will dig and so you know i i'm kind of trying to figure out like in what ways can we make sure that um, the money is going towards stuff that isn't just for me or isn't just for the yeah. sake of, of, you know, me profiting, I, I guess you could say like, and, you know, like for, for instance, and, and a lot of it also has to do with like, you know, possibly even the subjects of the things I'm dealing with. Like um, a couple months ago, I had my first uh, cannabis collab with a friend. Uh, he Dude, had, man, we, you're we, all we, the way out here. Well, it, it gets better, man. It, uh, Obviously, if, if you follow me on social media, I'm a I'm a, an avid consumer and enthusiast for for pot. I really dig it. It really you know is is my thing. Um, and um, my friend had wanted to make merch for me for a really long time, and he's like, man, I want to make you like some sort of piece or like roach clip or something because I got this 3D printer and I think we could do something cool. So he ended up going all the way off and he took my logo and turned that into a joint holder. Like, you know, like like the, so the, the J kind of curves down and it also serves as kind of the handle you hold onto. And then it like locks into uh, an ashtray. And then there's a Henny bottle roach clip 
that kind of completes the set. And, you know, that that was really interesting. I was really blown away by it. And, um, you know, that being said, in that instance, and with anything pot related, I, you know, I feel very uneasy about just like wholesale jumping in and being like, Hey, look at me doing this, this, this weed stuff, just because I get what like, you're saying. What, well, I don't know if, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I think you'll understand what I'm saying, but, but the, the main thing is in Illinois specifically, I mean, and also in America, I mean, and then obviously in the world, but yeah, especially in Illinois, um, when it comes to legal cannabis and, and all that stuff, um, you know, it's really bearded white dudes that, that are running all that are just like yeah. white people in general that are profiting from that. Meanwhile, there are still folks locked up. There are still people mm-hmm. that, um, you know, are dealing with the repercussions of, of like having like a half ounce. Meanwhile, you know, pound, you know, tons of, of pot is just getting run through the system everywhere else and it's like it's nothing and it's this big success story and this big boon to the economy and it's just right it's insulting to the senses honestly and it's just like man i you know i know it's 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 too late to to turn the faucet off and and stop the money flowing into you in a real sense but like you know to me it just is a, a massive insult that there's still people in jail when you know, this is something that so many people are making crazy money off of. And, you know, and, and also to hear some of the disregard that, that people in the industry have for that shit. I mean, I, I was really disappointed when I was reading about um, Jay-Z's cannabis brand, where the person in charge that they were interviewing, he, he just said point blank, they knew what they were doing. I don't feel bad for them. And it's just like, that's disgusting. That's well, talking about like, people in jail. Yeah, they're talking about like, yeah, like, you know, they knew what they were doing. I don't feel bad that people are, are making money or that we're making money off this. And, <sighs> And, and what I mean, I, I, you know, I don't think he's a white cat, but like that, that's the point is like, you know, this is somebody who's representing a billionaire and this is, this is the take on it. And granted, I know like the streets can, are very unforgiving and no one, no one's gonna, no one's gonna call the ambulance for you. You know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah. it still to me feels really, it's gross and it's tone deaf and I, I, I don't like it. it. Is. So, so to bring that back to what I was doing with, with uh, the smoke set, you know, I'm thinking, you know, we got we got folks in position who could really get this money out, but you know, for some reason I don't feel like they have to. I, as a white person who loves pot and who hasn't really had to deal with any issues attached to it whatsoever, like I think for me to just do this and make money off of that, that isn't fucking right. So um yeah, we, we ended up deciding to donate half of the money to the Chicago Community Jail Support Fund, which takes care of folks that are getting out of uh Cook County Jail. Um, I figured that was the the easiest way to know that the funds I was raising were going to go directly towards something that was good. Because that's the other thing, man. If you if you look up groups that are supposedly dealing with like um, expunging records and and things like that in terms of of pot and whatnot, I don't know. the The research I did felt thin in terms of like what I was seeing in terms of what groups were doing. Like I'm, you know, I'd be more than happy to talk with someone who's way more knowledgeable about what the landscape for that looks like. But at the end of the day, if your money is specifically going towards something as nebulous or ambiguous as, uh, as, as awareness, then that means that nothing is happening. Mm. That means that means that people just know about this. I mean, that, and that, that also kind of gave me a really dark, moment where i'm like man everything needs pr every crisis needs pr if people are going to give a shit about it like there's no exceptions here you know what i mean (laughs) um you know so that that was a gross moment from a very gross year last year for me and uh and and for you know this year obviously it's just gotten gotten more fun but um yeah but the bottom line um 
the elements of service, whether it's, you know, with the food or with pot and all that, and, you know, or t-shirts, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving back with, um, with the, the money that's coming towards me, just because like, you know, a, I'm in a position where with the other revenue streams I have, I can afford to give, you know, I can afford to circulate, you know, that bread as well. And on top of that, it's the right thing to do just because, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I've, I've had a really good run in life. I mean, you know, the, the you know, world's been good to me. The least I can do is to try to make it a little easier for some other folks. I feel you, man. I try to espouse that exact same principle, honestly. Um, with we, we talked before we started the show, or we talked at the beginning of the show about that game show bit. And, you know, it wasn't like millions of dollars or anything like that. It wasn't, it was be good for a few months and kind of set yourself up money. But I was immediately like, you know, I'm not going to spend all this on myself. I'm not going to buy something extravagant. Um, like I might get some new shoes or something like that that I need, but I still want. But I looked into like, who can I put this money towards? So I immediately was like, okay, Brave Space, what do y'all yeah. need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> my roller derby league is like women's roller derby. What do y'all need? especially with the pandemic, we couldn't play. And a lot of money, a lot of money to keep things going went to dues, which people, you know, you, you're not paying dues if you're not playing. So I was like, right. okay, can I set us up for a little while? Something like that. So I completely understand what you're saying. So, but it's, it's also real cool because not only, yeah, with the pandemic doing what it did for musicians, like there's a, I can imagine there'd be a, some crisis of, of conscience or conscience but also, I mean, if you're just doing the one thing, you're going to get burnt out, right? At some point, it's going to not, it's not going to be enough. So you exploring and having this, this space to, to create in a different way is really cool. And I think it, I diver, it diversifies and keeps you, and keeps you feeling creative on the music end. Totally. From what I can see. Well, the, I think the other thing too, at the end of the day, I, you know, and, and I, I'm, I'm like baby disgusted that I'm even going to talk even remotely in, in terms of like audience, but I mean, whatever, like, you know, it will, we'll, we use whatever language we have available to get the point across. Um, I think one thing I realized is, you know, at the end of the day, especially, I guess, depending on the platform that someone's coming to me for, you know, there's different reasons that people might follow me or, or care about what I'm doing. And I think one thing that was kind of interesting was, you know, things went pretty hard for that sandwich. People really let me know they were excited about that. Sandwich. <laughs> and it was In a way, in a way that, you know, I hadn't seen for other endeavors I've had, you know, like I've had some cool, I've had some cool things happen and it was interesting to have something that's just so not, you know, I, I don't know, to have that sort of excitement was really fun to see. You know, I know some people might look at that and be like, well, they, you know, I wish they would get this excited about the music. And I'm just like, I'm just glad they're excited, period. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think it was a really strong lesson in just, I don't know, if nothing else, getting people's attention and, and finding ways to continue doing so, um, you know, and I, I think also understanding that, you know, in, in my mind, every single thing that I do kind of like creates a loop into each, it all loops into each other, you know what I mean? So like all the different spheres of influence um, influence each other and also are, are balanced out by each other. So like, I think 
with that sort of understanding of, of kind of, you know, the things that I'm pursuing, I think it, it a allows me to not feel like it's, it's kind of all over the place. Cause no, it's relative in these ways to me. And then on top of that, you know, I think it allows for different people or folks who maybe you know maybe folks don't really love hip-hop music but they love sandwiches or maybe folks yeah. don't really love sandwiches but they love pot or you know whatever whatever you know or or, the, or they just like that i'm excited about anything at all you know like you know, it's people whatever for whatever reason people want to follow me like you know if, you know if they've found it then great you know here we are hi you know um so yeah i don't know it's uh it's definitely something where i uh yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm grateful that anyone even gives a shit. So I'm in, I'm into that. <laughs> I got you, man. Yeah, when it's 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 hard now. In in a way, I think if people get excited about something, you're excited about genuinely, and when when you do see that, it it's energizing for sure. And it's also funny to think about people who like pot who wouldn't like sandwiches. I, I just gotta say that. Yeah, no, that makes like no sense. I now that you say it out loud, like. <laughs> If you, but also maybe they're gluten free. I oh, I you're right. Yeah, you no. Know? So like, it's like, oh, dude, you want to eat this Philly cheesesteak? Nah, man, I'm gluten free. Like, <laughs> so okay. I'm good on that. It's, I'm I'm good off that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Regardless. Um. It's it's been a really fun thing, and I'm I'm very excited to see what what comes out in like the next year as well i'm gonna i want to keep an eye on that myself and i always hate to pivot off of that but i want to i definitely want to talk about you know, on the music side because um as i've alluded to during our time here the first time we spoke was in was in 2014 when i was in peoria downstate and you came through with the with the scc the second city citizens which was real cool um, I, I got the uh, the three track I think that y'all had um, that you had um, in the jewel cases at that show. Yeah, whether it was you and Swords and um, Troy Boy. Oh, uh, Troy Boy, yeah. And throwback. <laughs> being away from the city, seeing um, seeing um, that kind of put, took me back because I ended up coming back to the city a year later. I got fired from my job, which accelerated it. But I also was like, I need to go back to Chicago. Um, so. Back then, I remember talking to you and you were about this, like, we're doing this Roof Life Collective and it was literally just, like, we like being up on rooftops and being in that space. And, uh, oh, and as, as funny as it might seem, I was, that's real, that's really genuine. It's just like, no, there's not any pretense about it. Like, this is why we're doing this. It's so funny because, like, we, you know, there was, there was, there was that, that, that sort of thing. Man, ugh. That's so that's so funny to think about. Someone 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 commented something around that time that was like, "Man, for for a, a team called Roof Life, y'all don't have a roof." And it's like, "That's a good point. We don't have a roof." Um, but yeah, I don't know. In in, in hindsight, it you know, it's funny you mentioned that cuz I I hadn't been on top of a really tall building in a very long time, like such a long time. Um, and then a couple months ago, um, I, I yeah I, I I went I was invited to go to a, a barbecue on top of like a sixty story building. This uh, I think it's called or whatever. Um, it's like in between the Hancock and Lake Point Tower right there on Lakeshore, and uh, it was it was really crazy because it's it's sixty floors up. The the thing that blew me away especially was that the railing 
you just walk up to this railing and look over the side and it's straight down. And, I'm and that's it. Damn. No plexiglass. There's no, you know, and, and they had a security guard doing laps um, who was looking, who was looking to make sure that people weren't putting their beverages on the railing. Cause you could <laughs> knock your beverage right the fuck off. And I, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting there just aghast. Like, Oh my God, somebody is going to die. Um, and then, you know, by, by the time everything, uh, you know, finished out, um, it, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd gotten my, my, my sea legs, so to speak. So I felt, I felt okay. Um, but yeah, bottom, bottom line, um, <laughs> very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so coming from that, um, it's, I mean, it's hard to encapsulate seven years in a few words, so I, I'm trying not to do that, but I've, I've seen you from a distance moving forward in your music and now you've, uh, locals only the track that dropped it a month ago, check that out on YouTube, Just look up locals only rich Jones music that I think it, it's, there's definitely a, you know, a change in not not in the subject matter it's it's hard for me to identify and i want to try to ask this question so you can answer it well but i'm having a bad time asking the question it's just it's cool like i think that you are now it's kind of like you are the guy putting other people on that's what it seems like to me in my head and if if there's a if there's a more depth to that explain it but it feels like you're kind of a godfather of the scene right now i mean I think to the point of trying to help people and, and provide, you know, advice and counsel as best I can, you know, to those that, that, you know, I want to talk to. And for those that want to hear it, yeah, I, you know, I'll do that. I, I think the last year really, especially put a lot into perspective in terms of the hierarchies of, of, you know, the music scene in general, and especially when it comes to rap music and it's, you know, I, I think m much as with, with pot with anything else, I think, you know, it's, I think in terms of the folks pulling the strings, a pretty white dominated business. And so that's, I guess the only reason why I maybe sound like I'm kind of tentatively, you know, agree yeah. with you just because it's like, on the one hand, I really want to help people. And I, I know I'm passionate about, music and i'm passionate about about great artists and and seeing them do well um but at no point now or in the future do i want to become like a gatekeeper or like the sort of plug where you gotta like kiss my ass or some shit like that i don't know man i just seen a lot of that sort of behavior and mm -hmm. activity and it's it's gross and it's abusive and you know i don't know man it, it's just i don't know i i don't i don't want to i don't want to participate in that in that sense does that make sense yeah no it's like godfather um, is that so godfather I, I connotes think, a lot yeah, of that I, actually. I, yeah i mean that said i'm i'm here to be i'm here to be helpful and obviously you know i appreciate if folks respect what i've done and and you know generally um, if, if they respect what I've, I've done previously to what they're doing, that's, that's amazing. Thank God. I know, uh, Chicago, much like other cities, um, you know, it's funny because of the lack of media, um, kind of that will blow you up out into the world, into the stratosphere being based here or whatnot. Um, I think the, the, you know, 
we we don't put our 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 four our our forebearers on pedestals the same way other cities do you know yeah um you know like you know you can have oh this is that crew that that set it off for for the whole scene and like their people will show up but it's not like it at the time it wasn't beloved across the city like it might be say like in a new york or like in la or something like that you know and i i think that sort of disconnect then transfers over when we we talk about um you know just the 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 lineages of all this and you know who set what up for somebody else you know i i think there's a lot of of disconnect between the generation that that i came up under and the one that exists now and um you know i don't i don't i don't at this point really know if there's a way to 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 connect that in a, a genuine way at this moment in time also i mean i'm not i i think part of the reason i'm also feel this way is that i am super not into the con even thinking about events right now yeah. um so the idea of getting everybody in a room kind of freaks me out <laughs> uh but yeah i i don't know like i the, the one event that i was gonna try to do this summer and like organize and book and promote i you know i ended up canceling because i i just i felt like with what I was seeing with, with just the various, uh, you know, health things happening in the city. I just like, I, I don't, I can't in good conscience have my friends show up here and, and feel like they're safe. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, it's not, it's not worth it to me. So, so maybe, maybe when we can get outside and be around each other and, and not, you know, worry that we're going to die if someone breathes on you, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have a shot at, at rebuilding those sorts of things or creating those sorts of things. But um, I think, you know, however, however it, however it, it, it was respected or not. I just appreciate when, when, when folks recognize who I am and, you know, what I've done, you know, obviously uh, I'm, I'm one person of, of hundreds of thousands who have, have participated in this big thing. So whatever, whatever you want to give me, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I think it's with Chicago being the way it is where everybody recognizes that it's a, a, a major city where you know five people that you, you meet somebody and they know like six people you do. So I play softball on Saturdays with Matt, um, with Matt Muse. Like he was on my team last year and then um, oh, yeah. I switched over this year. But when I, when I found out he did music, I was like, okay, you know, check out his stuff. And I found his stuff on YouTube. I was like, okay, this dude can spit. So it was surprising, but all at the same time, not surprising to see him on this cut with you. And then also with Psalm One, who I had on the podcast around the same time, I talked to you and Troy and Swords. And it was just like this Chicago like group coming together. And it's not, I'm like, I'm not saying you were at the head. It was just like, okay, this is like a, like a collaboration. And it, it, I don't know, it made sense. I think even talking to you the first time, it was like, it made sense that you, like that y'all would come together in that way. And knowing mm -hmm. Matt that he's a little little younger, it was like, man, it's like everybody's bringing together with like Psalm, who's like semi part of that older generation, but also like an, an artist who's, I think, really now on the forefront of people's minds. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I'd, so it's it's I guess the one the one thing that I do represent at this current moment in time and obviously the older I get, it's, it's, I mean, I, I you know, it's, it's going to be that way in some ways regardless, but I, I think right now I'm kind of like the midpoint between what was and then what is now, I guess, in a lot of senses, it's a bridge. And, you know, exactly. 
<laughs> so I'm, you know, as I get older, someone's going to be the bridge to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like, you know, I don't know, but right now specifically in terms of the history of, of rap music in this city and in terms of, you know, just this, the timeline of, of hip hop existing in a lot of ways, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the bridge for, for this specific, you know, era. So, you know, that to me, I think was really special to be able to sit down and think about who do I want to hear? Who do I like? I mean, the other thing too, is every, everybody I, I put in the mix for that, you know, those are all friends. Um, you know, so that was pretty cool to also think that, you know, we've got this, this, you know, wide spectrum of people that I've, I've been able to befriend and, and, you know, uh, get cool with over the years and we can we can do this all together as a as a big group especially on on a beat like that where you know that was like a white whale beat where max <laughs> had made that in 2009 and um when he sent me this this uh he sent me several folders of of production last spring because i at the beginning of the pandemic i was um pretty much not in any mood to do anything music related i just was like i'm gonna play computer games and i'm gonna smoke weed and i'm gonna sit on my couch and i'm not gonna move and i'm not gonna do anything because i yeah. don't know what to fucking do and um the i guess the the thing that came out of that though is i, I ended up listening to a lot of like youtube beats you could chill to playlist channels just because i i was just like i don't want to think i just want to just be and in listening to all that though i thought man you know this stuff's good i like it it's crazy because i'm just thinking about how max i know for a fact has like thousands of beats just sitting on his hard drive right now and a bunch of them could maybe work in a format like this and i i think it would be cool if he did an instrumental album so i reached out to him and said hey send me um send me you know whatever you can whatever you want i have the time i have the energy like no you know too much so he sent me like 14 hours of music and Damn. i over the course of like a, the next couple months just like sat down and was just lit going through it and you know kind of creating like different playlists and as i went and taking notes and kind of being like you know actually i think this song would sound good with this you know mc it's you know kind of i don't know in some ways kind of like more like you know organizing someone else's shit than worrying about what i was doing for a change and that was really nice um and uh but what came out of that is that beat was in in that in in one of the you know in one of the emails and i you know i i set it aside and and um then when when i started kind of out of nowhere starting to work on my last album which this song was featured on um you know i was i was going through the beats and then i would i would message him be like is this one available because you know these were some things i think that maybe he may have at one point you know given to people or sold for release so right you know, and, and obviously where are those songs now you know maybe they're on a soundcloud maybe they're deleted who knows but like obviously no one's trying to do anybody bogus right um so you know i i just know i wouldn't feel good about that uh so yeah the so so yeah when he said that 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 beat was available i was like well this is amazing because this, this has been something that i feel like that's been wait you know waiting to get used since 2009 and here we are and it's 2020 at the time and you know now we can finally get it going this is sick you know um so yeah i don't know that that, that was a really special one in, in a lot of respects and that was that was a big one for me is the fact that we could use that beat specifically and have a bunch of our peers and friends 
on the same record and it's at the end of like arguably the best project i've done and the best project you know max has done to date um you know so that was that was that was cool that's a cool perspective to have because i mean and and then let me not um neglect the other mcs on that i know defsi uh collab is speaking of six degrees like uh, uh scp sean peace went to yeah. grade school with him and i know he and defsi worked together and uh there's no, uh, there's no, there's no Sean Peace on that song. I love. No, Sean no, Peace. I'm just saying, like oh, Def C. Okay. He, okay. Yeah, he sorry, worked sorry, with right. Sean Peace, oh, and so okay, I. Okay. Yeah. My bad. And, I got confused. Um, no, I got you, man. And then like Sketch and Javon, and I've I've seen Javon's name coming up, and uh, Sidebar, like her her running the anchor lap on that is cool, just with her style and flow. That's, I love that ending, the way that she closed that out. Hundred percent. Um. But yeah, stuff like that. I think just to be able to showcase artists like that, like you said, there is a sh- for a weird somehow in Chicago music way that that forebears aren't appreciated. Like my mom told me that coming up, like all the soul artists who were from here, like Lou Rawls, who was from here and just wasn't didn't get his due and just left. Like he didn't. There was nothing for him here, and all I mean, the artists who came up in Chicago and just you know same thing happened. I think this just has a lot to do with ceilings everywhere, man. If you if you're not near the nexus of media and um or or have the plug for that, you know, it can be very hard. And um, yeah, I I don't know. I because I I I think a lot of folks, you know, an easy easy thing to think about doing in this scenario is, oh, well, I'll just leave. I'll go somewhere else. You know, um, you can go to those bigger places, but yeah, now you're you're one of many 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 more people that are taking the same shot you're taking you know um and then you know there's other cities but yeah they may have similar limitations they also you know another thing especially depending on genre they may not be able to support what you do i mean i I know certain places you know good luck finding a place you can do a hip-hop show (laughs) you know yeah um and and so yeah i i don't know it's uh i i know just in thinking about the decisions I made in terms of staying. Cause you know, obviously it, it crossed my mind over the years to, to get it going and, and try my luck elsewhere. And I'm, I'm really grateful that ultimately here we are and I'm still here and you know, it's my favorite place in the world. Like even if I think about moving, I'm like, okay, where would I go? Like, what would I do? Cause this is, yeah. my, this is my favorite place. I think the only things I will say is, um, and you know, obviously I've been really lucky in this regard, especially as, you know, getting out of here to visit other places or just to clear your head is, is super crucial and super uh-huh. clutch. So if you can do that, uh, obviously we're in a time where people really shouldn't be going much anywhere um, if you can help it. So I, you know, it's not like the the best time to, to think in those terms, but, you know, I would say one, one thing that was really nice last year, um, you know, cause I was typically at my peak of travels, going to like two or three places a month um to do shows or to record or oh yeah whatever and so like now you know to go from that two to three times you know minimum to like oh i don't go anywhere now I i go down the street to get coffee you know and that's that's it you know or like like when i was doing the work for the county like my big exciting trip was to be able to drive 
down to Roseland, you know, and, and just, just drive farther than I was previously driving or like the real treat. If I can be real with you, uh, it was the last day of the sandwich. There were people that I knew couldn't get there in time to buy it. So I ended up like buying or getting a bunch of sandwiches to give out. And I really wanted my cousin in Milwaukee to try it. So I, I borrowed a friend's like way nicer car because, <laughs> you know, I, I was going to have to drive to Kenosha and his car. His car's got some giddy up, whereas my my current vehicle is like a very nice golf cart type, you know, <laughs> mini SUV. Uh, you know, so I was like, and I, I need, I need some decent wheels to do this. So I, I was able to, to bust it up there and that was a great time. That was thrilling an hour, hour to Kenosha, you know, two hours driving to Kenosha and back, do it again in a heartbeat just cause I was able to, you know, drive, drive fast, listen to music loud. It was, it was nice. Um, you know, cause you know, that, that was one thing too, especially from, from when I was touring more, when I was moving around is, you know, I did a fair amount of like long distance driving and, and had some pretty we've done some pretty crazy drives over the years. Um, and it's something I enjoy, you know, it's, it's something I'm good at. You know, I, I, I kind of, kind of just lock in and go, you know, cause you know, what, what else is there to focus on, but, but moving forward. Um, so yeah, when, whenever we can get back to touring like that, I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, that'll, that'll be, that'll be fun for me. I can believe it, man. Uh, my friends who started out, like, I think when we were in like, uh, like high school, just talking about they would they would go. He's like, oh yeah, we're going on tour. I was like, what? Oh where? Like you know, we're going to like Madison and Michigan City, and it's still even to this day. I was like, that's the coolest shit. And I know they were sleeping on floors in a living room just for it, but it's still the coolest thing to me. And I know that that's part of the like the musician life, especially with hip hop that I realized early on that I wasn't necessarily built for. And so seeing the people who embrace it and love it is that energizes me, even though it's not my thing. And so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that for you and for everybody else who, who, who does it, honestly. Well, that's, you know, I, I think the other thing I, I think, there was a certain type of, I, and, and sorry, this is a, kind of maybe a strange pivot, but like, you know, we were talking just about, about the various ways that, that folks can, can get excited about what you're doing. And I know that like people seem to dig when I was sharing all the crazy things I was doing on tour, or like all the f food I was trying, you know, things, things like ex exotic things like that. And I feel like one thing that I, I have kind of put more of a focus on, you know, since I've been more home, a homebody is kind of taking kind of like a, it's, it's not a, it's not a tour around America, but I'm kind of touring around the city. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that's kind of been the digital experience for me a lot is just kind of like giving snapshots of, of things I'm tasting, things I'm seeing, um, experiences I have, you know, I, I don't know. We, we live in a beautiful place. So I try to, I try to represent it in kind of a, a, a fun loving way. Um, even if it's, it's not always happy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that's, that's been a really fun thread to chase and, and, um, you know, it, it's crazy the people I've kind of met that are like, like really crushing it with that. There's this one guy, Titus Rossitti, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, and he, uh, he runs a, a Twitter handle called shy barbecue King. And that guy knows everywhere. I'm not shit. I really am not shit. Like he, he's got a, he, like his shit is like encyclopedic. It is, it is brand McNally. It is, it is a blueprint. It is Zagat. It, you know, he has fun with it. Like, 
um, we we've been talking a bunch, uh, and we're we're hoping to actually like have a, like you know a face to face you know meal soon, and then just like a hang just to to get like for real acquainted. Just because yeah, I really appreciate his the the levels uh and lengths he's willing to go to to cover what's happening food wise just i know not even just here like when he you know when he hits the road he's he's really going everywhere and it's not even you know a lot of it's not necessarily what you call fine dining it's kind of more hole in the wall greasy spoon type shit and you know that's really fun um i'm I'm all for that yeah man i'm i'm looking at his instagram right now uh side plug check out shy bbq king this is crazy it's what the spell it though because isn't it spelled with a one in one of the words um no it's it's uh, just chi bbq king on on instagram i'm really happy to be wrong great (laughs) yeah um man yeah like they've got this laotian food in madison and i've I've been to madison so many times and i didn't know that this place existed well yo so Funny enough, I and I'm not I'm not versed in this, so I, I'm gonna need someone to really hold my hand and, and take me around. But um I have family up there and one of my cousins was telling me that like just for various types of Asian food, period, it's just they they it's killer. It's so killer. I know a, a yeah. lot of folks uh from back in the day who um you know moved here from you know the various countries in and around vietnam um i know a lot of them moved up to wisconsin after they came to uptown i remember where i, I went okay. to school by green bay there was a pretty sizable uh Hmong community yeah uh, or Hmong community in uh in appleton so you know that was you know that was definitely very apparent that you know they were around and you know and the food was good that was nice uh but yeah no in in madison specifically my cousin was just saying you know you just go pull up to the strip mall and get one of the best meals you've ever had um and it's just yeah I, i'm very excited to, to try that stuff too well man i appreciate you coming on like i said and i, I don't want to take too much more of your time like i said it's sunday morning we're recording and you've already been generous enough but this has been a great conversation i swear and i i I always say i was like i want to continue this but i do want to get you back on even if we just talk about food stuff because i have i have a i have a great idea um i got a ep coming out because we didn't really even talk about about releases here i'm gonna right i'm gonna thank you yes i'm gonna i'm gonna give you five more minutes i'm gonna talk about some very specific things and then we're gonna go, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna meet back up in a month or two, and we're gonna talk some more. That's I'm good? here for it. Yeah, man. Okay, great. So this year specifically, if we're gonna talk about music, uh, you know, outside of the locals only video, which was obviously for a song that came out last year on the How Do You Sleep at Night uh, album that I did with Montana Max, uh, I really wanted to put my uh, my best foot forward and just share music and you know share things with people. I hoard a lot of things out of fear of failure, out of out of rejection people like you know ignoring people hating you know there's whatever reason people don't release what they're working on and um i'm really trying to give way less of a shit about it just because like you know who cares i dig it i think some other people dig it um and so i i've really been been attacking uh that angle and it's been interesting i i dropped a song with uh a portland producer named golden beats called be water be glue Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped a song with a New Jersey producer, Good Food, uh, also featuring my guy Davis the Dorchester Bully from uh, Y Records. Um, and then uh, coming up, I've got an EP with New Jersey producer Killer Kane called Blue Beach. Uh, that was recorded. Um, I, I finally got to leave the city 
for uh, five weeks this this year, which was my first time leaving in, in a long time. And we we went out east and we'll, we'll talk about that next time we we, we link up. But um, it's a very chill project. I'm very excited for that. That'll be coming out end of the month. Um, and then hopefully doing an event for that next month. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, yeah. And if you want to check out any of this music or, or be in tune with any of my music, uh, don't worry about Spotify. Don't worry about Apple Music. I want you to go to my Bandcamp. My Bandcamp is richjonesmusic.bandcamp.com. When you buy music from me directly or from other artists directly, um, it, it honestly means the world and goes a hell of a lot further than uh, streaming would ever do. I know that it might be quote unquote inconvenient, but I also want you to respect that, that that inconvenience means my exploitation and other artists exploitation of our labor and our art. So I'm sorry. And I, I know, I know it's all about ease and efficiency these days, but like open a browser and go to the website and I promise you, you'll feel better about it. I'll feel amazing about it. I'll get to keep making great art. I'll get to like circulate some of that money to other artists so they can keep making great art. That, that's one thing I will say. Also, um, I don't know if people realize how hard independent artists have gone for other independent artists way more than your faves like oh my god like all the the the, the motherfuckers giving the shirt off their back god damn it to like help their <laughs> community to help their fellow artists you know people getting injured people dying you know i'm, I'm seeing i'm seeing people really coming together in that sense and, and we aren't rich you know we, we aren't we aren't loaded i don't have a massive mansion in some south chicago suburb or any bullshit like that i'm just a guy and i'm trying to make it happen i see a lot of other people doing the same thing so understand if you support artists at that level it goes a lot further in the communities that you're a part of i, I i'm not even not even overselling that it's just it, it's so crucial so please um support artists directly go to their band camp, go to their website, buy their merch, buy their t-shirts. If you buy a t-shirt, you've essentially become a billboard for your friend. You, you, you probably didn't even think about that. Mind blowing. Enjoy that. Um, anyways, Chris, it's been a pleasure. We'll talk soon to talk about the Blue BGP and uh, have a great rest of your week, man. For sure, man. And that's uh, Nike versus Adidas. Check that out right on the top of richjonesmusic.bandcamp.com. This has been What's Good Radio with Rich Jones. Chicago food connoisseur, hip-hop artist. Until next time, people, be good, do great things. See us on Twitter at Quandary Kitten, K-W-A-N-D-A-R-Y Kitten, and on anchor.fm slash What's Good Radio 1. We'll see you next time. Pew-pew. The What's Good Radio theme was written and produced by Marcel Ayers. Find more of his music online at soundcloud.com slash C-E-L Lucky Menace. Listen to every episode of What's Good Radio on anchor.fm slash what's good radio one.